Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 140. Today we're talking about the parrots. top 10 ways to reel in your emotional roller coaster in your divorce or your divorce recovery. See, I didn't even With blink. all your personalities. Yes, all your personalities. <laughs> like, hello. Uh, Rachel's had a tough day at school today, uh, oh. but we're not going to talk about that. But she, she just wants to kick everybody's butt today. <laughs> She, she just wants to take the world the and say, The first nine Burr. days of school have been fucking awesome. <laughs> she loves it. Love it. Love it. Gosh. I love taking care of I'm little I'm sorry. Fuckers. I need to give like a PSA. People. PSA? I don't know what I'm calling it. PSA, PSI, okay. PSI. PS something. CSI. Piss, piss off. Okay? CSI. Seriously, people. If you have a child who has needs, get your child those needs, get their their needs met. Let's not play like, oh, I don't know what you see because they don't act like that at home. No, 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 no. Get your children the help that they need because this feral bullshit, I don't know what happened during COVID. I don't know what's going on, but these feral children who grunt and, you know, like, please, like, just let's figure it out. Let's not be in denial. There are lots of things in schools that can help you out. And then when you say, well, not my kid, well, guess what? It is your kid. And so now that we're calling you a thousand times, you're mad. You're annoyed. You're this. People, we need to do better. Take care of your kids. There's so many services out there for people in all the states. Figure it out. Don't feel like, you know, you're by yourself. There's support groups for this. Like, let's let teachers teach. Let's let schools help educate your children. When all teachers are doing is managing behaviors, there's they a problem. Teach. They can't teach. Your child, my child, all the children's are being affected because people can't figure out how to take care of their own kids. Get your children help. That's a PSA from uh, Divorce Devil by Rachel Jeez. to, to uh, take care yeah. of your freaking kids. Take care. I mean, yeah. you have yeah. them. Yep. And now yeah, shit happens. Yep. And their support, like, figure it out. Take care of the people that Damn. you bring into Go this world. Rachel. I don't want to be an asshole, Go but I'm going to be an asshole. Go Rachel. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to, to, to Divorce Devil. Devil episode 140. Thanks for listening. You guys yeah. have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Anyway, we're <laughs> back. Love you, mean it. Uh, hope you enjoyed that PSA. Rachel had to get that off her chest because it Damn. was heavy. <laughs> it was heavy. She came in, like, like wanting to fight. So I said, hey. Do a PSA. Yeah. Pal. Yeah. All right. So top 10 ways to reel in your emotional roller coaster in your divorce or divorce recovery. Yeah. Uh, number one, feel the feels. Uh-huh. Allow yourself to feel. Rachel. Um, I think when I was looking at this too, I said, think about the first 10 episodes I did when I hadn't been in touch with my... What the hell are you doing over there? Sorry. Gargamel. Gargamel. Um... I don't think you really put your feelings into the light because you're just going through them early on, right? Mm-hmm. You're just you're just living life, trying not to cry in your meeting or trying to get your kids ready or trying to do this, telling someone the first time, like, hey, I'm getting divorced or, you know, we're thinking about, we're separated, we're thinking about getting divorced or all these things. You don't really acknowledge your feelings until a, mo- a lot of it has a lot of time has passed because it's I'm pissed off I'm super sad I want to be happy but then I feel guilty for being happy for smiling or laughing through this you know hard time feel the feels feel remember how you felt when you told your family remember how you felt because that's only going to help you see how far you've come from the beginning 
in, in the middle. And again, sometimes you're in the middle of it and you feel like it was yesterday that it, you just found out or you just figured it out. Or sometimes it's over and you're like, oh, I didn't really work through that feeling. I didn't know that feeling was going to be. So a- don't hide them. Yeah. Don't, so don't, don't hide your feelings. The more you recognize your feelings, you can prepare yourself going, oh, you know what? Today's this day. Up oh, today's three years. Up oh, today's the anniversary of the last time I lived in my house. Or, you know, all these things that hit you and you don't realize they hit you based on your mood of that day. So, like, if you're having a shitty day and it's the anniversary of, you know, telling your family or, you know, the first holiday, yep. right? There's so many feelings that you didn't even know you had. Like, you're mad, you're sad, you... you. Sometimes you're regretful, too, that you either pulled the plug or you now don't have that family that you had and you're like, oh, I'm not going to have my picket fence. I'm not going to have that. And you saw, <laughs> what was me. So and then you start to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what's David's favorite emotion? Anger. <laughs> Now it is fuck them fuckers, but it was anger. Isn't fuck them fuckers part of anger? Well, no, because now the anger is not, you're not really angry. You're just like, I'm not going to have any emotion because I really fucking don't care. Don't care. Okay. So it's more of a, I've given you enough of my, my space. Control. 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 (laughs) Stereo. Hello. But yeah. Give me a beat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah. So recognize that you're yep. going to have all the feelings and it's okay to cry men men it's okay to cry it's okay to be frustrated it's okay to have the feelings because the faster you go through them the quicker you're going to heal and you're going to be like yep. you know what i'm in a good space now or am i good i'm yep. in a good place i'm i'm in a better space yeah i'm yep. not cereal dating because it's damn sugary out there <laughs> number two seek emotional support but seek emotional support from the right people and it takes a lot to figure that out. <laughs> Serial dating is when not you, emotional when you, support. <laughs> when you, the, the number one thing you need to learn when you go through a divorce, you need to figure out who your friends are. That that saves a lot of heartache. Especially not if not everybody gives you good advice. Well, and it's so funny, too, because a lot of like, we use this term chameleon. There's a lot of people out there faking it that they're your friend because when you actually need them, they're not there. But if you don't. If you're not there for them when they need you, you're a bad friend. So get the weed eater out, folks. Mm-hmm. Start weed eating. Oh, no. Get the fucking yeah. Roundup. Roundup. Spray that shit. Because, oh, damn. You're yeah. going to kill your friends. Oh, no. Yes. We're just getting rid of it. You can have your roots. You can do yeah. your thing. You can live on, but you we ain't going to be showing up in my life, in my so, garden. So get out of my rocks. Get out of my rocks. Get out yeah. of my rocks. Um, yeah. So, and it's okay to ask for help. I'm really bad at that, especially because of my profession. I'm the helper. I'm the. I'm okay. It's fine. God, I think imagine that asking for help, shut Rachel. The, shut the fuck up, David. <laughs> Rachel, David, asking for help. Stop. What it. should I do? Well, we talk about before the podcast does yes. not have to be a life lesson. Okay, yes, it does. Whatever. It's a whole life lesson, shut sweetie. Your it's a whole. Face, David. It's a I whole life right. lesson. God I know. Damn it. Um. Yeah. No. Save the world. I can do it. I can save the world. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then you know. Fuck them fuckers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's 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 the theme of our our uh, podcast this this week is let go of that tug of rope. Just let go. Yeah, because like you know, so I remember the movie Nerds, and there was a scene where Mm -hmm. they were doing that uh, fraternity thing, Mm -hmm. and they had the jocks on one side and the nerds on the other, and the jocks said, "We're gonna kill them." So they they got ready, set, go, and the nerds let go of the rope, and the jocks fell. Yeah, yeah. 
That's some that, people that's deserve us. to be muddy. Some people <laughs> need to fall in the mud pit. Some people need to land on their back. Some need to understand that. You know what's going on? Like it's not all. It's not all about brawn or whatever. It's also the person that's there for you when you didn't know you needed help or the person that's like, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but if you need anything, you need me to watch your kid, you need me to take a kid to uh, practice or whatever, I'll do whatever I can. Because, again, throughout the day when you're going through a divorce, you don't know what emotion you're going to have when it's time to take your kid to T-ball. You don't know what emotion you're going to have when you got to take them to the doctor's office. Are you going to have a meltdown in there? You, you know, there are so many new David's break You were you were jamming. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You were jamming. Oh, I had a tone and I didn't know it. Yes. You're like toning. I deaf. You're like toning. I was like, go girl, go. Yeah. So again, find your village and yes. let go of the jesters. And then what's our number one thing? Number three. Oh, self-care. Self-care. Yeah. And that doesn't just mean that you have to go in an extravagant self-care. Just if you like to read, read a book. If you like to, you know, go for a walk or a hike, do that. Set time aside for you. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. If there, And there's always others involved, like either a mom or a dad or mm-hmm. kids. There's always other or friends. You've got to take care of yourself. Well, and I remember when I went to that group divorce thing, they said, I want you to get out your proverbial calendar and set a date with yourself. And if it's once, like if it's every Thursday that your son goes to their dad's house or if it's, you know, every other weekend, plan something that you're going to stick to. And again, it could be with friends. It could be whatever. But make sure that you or are the, by cent- the center yeah. of that care. Like we're not going because friends has a bad day or whatever. You're going because you need to take care of you. And that's when I learned like going to dinner by yourself is actually really cool. You I, gotta share I your food. never thought I'd go place by myself, but it was so cool. Yeah. It was so and then they're fun. like, is anybody else showing up? I'm like, nope. nope party of one. Party Thank one. you. You know, so. I'm lonely. So just, just me. Yeah. One, but I'm going to have that person over there pay my bill. Cause I one, $7. one wine glass, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I learned to go to the movies by myself. I went yep. to dinner by myself. I would go on hikes, but let people know where I was because, you know, that could be unsafe too. Yep. But, um, yeah, going to concerts and just planning things that I had to look forward to too. That was part of that self care is like, okay, it doesn't have to all be woe is me. It's, oh, Correct. on this day, I'm going to go plan to have fun. I might cry if a song comes on or I might do this yep. or I might, you know, be sad or miss my kids if I see them doing something exciting and I'm not there. But it's also planning for happiness. But you need to have that, yeah. those, those sad times. Those, yeah. th- those sad times actually help you, I think. Yeah. And happiness yep. when you're in the, it's crazy to say, but happiness early on in your divorce, you have to really look for it and find it. It doesn't mean that you're happy that you're getting divorced. It means that you need to heal and be happy in a happy or space. Or maybe you are. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. saying like yeah. it doesn't have to be yeah. that though. It, when you're looking for happy or trying to find happy, just like not crying the whole day. Oh, I'm happy. I didn't cry all day. So, you know, self-care is really being conscious of you and what you need and your needs. And it's okay to say no with no excuses. It's okay to say, sure, I want to. And then the day of like, you know, I'm not really feeling it. I had a rough day. Mm-hmm. You don't really need an excuse when you're going through it because it, the people in your life that support you will the understand. The ones that they will understand. Number four, express emotions constructively. Don't serial date. <laughs> <laughs> I love when David just goes right into it and gives it that, like, we yeah. know what you did, David. Yeah. Don't, don't serial date. 
Don't, hey, don't, don't, hey, don't, don't have Don't take your don't, son to the library to read Kama no, Sutra. No, no, no. <laughs> don't have two days at the same time. Hello. Oh. Yeah, thank you. Well. Yeah, I'm sorry, what? You should all learn from my mistakes. Oh, the speaker says what? Well, the problem is they were named the same thing. So it was like, oh, make sure you put profile pictures on which yeah. site or where you met them or who you know. Bob one, Bob two. It's like, Bob is a dumb dumb. Bob, I don't like him. Bob, Get rid of Bob, Bob the bum Bob dumb. with the high booty and high, <laughs> high uh, Bob with the big lips. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, constructive. Mm. I think that's a hard one early. It's a really hard how, how do you how do you find constructive uh, uh, ways to express your emotions? Like uh, maybe oh, okay, maybe a hike, go on a hike, uh, go on a bike ride, constructive go emotion, play volleyball, like volleyball. Well, yeah, I mean finding finding you again, finding yeah. your passions again. But I think this is a tough one with emotions because you never know how the other person in the marriage is going to affect your emotions. So it could be that long, the, the long text that you don't send, you know what I just said? Okay. That's constructive. That's going, Hey, you know, last time I sent this text, it triggered him, which triggered me. Then was a whole emotional night and day and the fireman had to show up and rescue you, you know, those but, things. But another way to uh, constructively express, boy, just let it go. It's hard to do in the beginning though. Yeah. That become I think that's more of like I think that I think I got to that point more in the middle and then when it was over I was like no that that's not going to that's not going to trigger me. That's not going to affect me. Here's I'm going to say exactly what I want to say with no like emotional context yeah. going hey this 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 day doesn't work. Can you do this? Let's switch and it was very like to the point mm-hmm. no Trying to do no emotional things in the text is really hard. Yep. Um, like you may mean it in a nice way, but they're having a bad day and they're like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm like, well, I actually just meant like this. So call me because if there's mm-hmm. a problem, call me because you can yep. hear my tone. But a lot of times generic texting can piss someone off. Correct. So constructively is like, I'm going to think about how I'm going to word this, how I could perceive it if I wasn't in the mood that I'm in. And it really becomes like, a job. It becomes like, I have to say this, 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 and then LOL or haha, even if I don't mean that, but I am trying to set the tone for the text. Or, hey, can you give me a call when you get a chance? Not an emergency, but it's hard to text. Mm-hmm. That became a lot of like, hey, I I don't know how you'll you'll take this, but I this is what I'm feeling. Or this is or this, this is, is what a lot of mine were dealing with my son and outside of my house, I can't control. Yep. So when he's at his dad's, if he says something to me, I was like, Hey, Logan said this, what, what do can you give me more context of what's going on? He's like, well, you know, and it worked out for us because our main focus was him. It was him. Yep. So. so what I was forgetful about was, you know, and that's part of that too, mm-hmm. that you can't control others, but you can, you can control how you respond. Yeah. And yeah. that's a, that's a yeah. learning experience. That's a very learning experience. Especially if you've been in one of those explosive marriages where like one person has to be right. And then it either dwindles, there's a silent treatment and then there's not real an apology, control. but you just start like your yeah. life again. And that constant, no apology, that constant, you know, you keep doing it. So repeating the same cycle is insanity. So you're both just insane because you don't know how to talk to each other. So it really has to become been there, done that. Robotic, 
This is what I'm thinking. This is how I, hey, I have this event on Saturday. If it doesn't work out for you, I'm just letting you know that he, we might have someone watch him. Just as respect. And then a side note of that is number five, set yep. boundaries. That's tough, too. Yep. That's that's everything we talk about today, guys, is a learning experience. Yeah, you just can't start doing it in your divorce, your uh, divorce recovery. You have to you have to ease into it. Well, and I think my boundaries came up when I started dating. My boundaries more were like, well, no, you can't meet my son because that's going to get somebody upset. And then, you know, I don't want to deal with that again because that was crazy and then that's going to ruin any chances of meeting someone. So there was a lot of times where boundaries for me were I don't think I knew what boundaries were because my entire life I've always been like accessible and so people always come to me or tell me things or like even my mom if I was like in the middle of having a child and she needed me and she wasn't there I had to stop what I was doing and take care of her. It's, It's ridiculous. Of course it didn't happen but there's some times in my life where I couldn't focus on other people mm-hmm. in my life. And when I didn't, they were mad at me because I wasn't giving them all the attention that, that, that they thought they deserved. Did, did you learn from that? I have. And it took me going, you know what? Oh, people don't treat people like that, that they yep. care about. Oh, people don't talk to people like that, that they care about. And my boundaries really came from my, I call second phase, my second act. After, after divorce. divorce. Well, getting divorced and after divorce was that second act. I'm going to let you know that I don't agree or I'm not going to even give you the time of day because I'm like, huh, you know, it's not really worth fighting over. I'm going to make it so it's easy. I don't like fighting. I don't like yelling. I don't like all that stuff. Just from like, my mom was a big yeller. You know, my, my mother-in-law was a huge screamer. Just so you'd stop in your track going, what the hell's happening? Um, uh, just for that attention spot. And so boundaries for me is like, nope, Sorry. That again, that's not going to work for me. This is why I'm saying this. But and sometimes you don't give an explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it goes more or less for like people in the past, in my past that I've treated me a certain way didn't know my boundaries. So now I need to explain you're the reason I have boundaries. You're the reason. And if you're mad at me, you need to maybe look in the mirror. Cause I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to take my things. I literally mm-hmm. started fights at the end of my marriage to see that he cared yep. that I wasn't 15th in our relationship. And a lot of times I didn't get it. I didn't get the, you're the most important part of this family, not anybody outside of it. And I think that's what led me to go, you know what? Fuck. Well, didn't work for me then. I'm going to start. It ha- I have to change something. And so right now, boundaries are my walls are up. You're not going to hurt me. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of defending myself. I'm tired of showing people what I'm worth. If you don't know my value, you're going to have to step aside because the people who care about me know that I'm trying to be a, as good a human as I can. And again, if that hurts your feelings, I actually don't fucking care. <laughs> I really don't. Number six. Yeah. Seek professional help. And then you go, you're for all my multiple personalities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sybil. Sybil. Seriously. Sybil. And I think Sybil. I had to Sybil come to terms divorce. with them. Yeah. I think I had to come to terms with all the personalities because I was such a people pleaser. And each person I dealt with, I kind of like dealt with them based on how they acted. Now I'm just like, no, you don't get to be shitty. No. That's it. Not going to work for me. No, sorry. Damn. Um, yeah. So... Professional help. Yep. Gr- there's groups. There's therapists. There's you know group group uh, dynamics. There's books out there. Yeah. 
Self help. There's podcast. There's podcast. I mean, duh. Yeah. Um, start start writing down your thoughts. Start talking to someone, whether that's a friend who's not a professional, and it gets you to go, hey, you know what? Maybe I need professional help because the people yep. in my life aren't really getting it. Um, I think that neutral space. You know, yes, people may be going like when I went to the group, people were going through the same thing, but not going through my experience. And it could be similar, but it wasn't my. They weren't in my shoes, right? So get help. Seek help. There's Zooms. There's in-person. There's you name it. Groups. Whatever. Join join a club. <laughs> and then moving on to my favorite, mindfulness. I love that David, word. David, what is mindfulness to mindfulness you? Mindfulness is like when you sit there on, on, on the stoop and you go, oh, you find your inner peace. I am zen. I am peace. Zen. Is what yeah. I yell yeah, at something like that. Yes. I yell. Yes. I am zen. I am yeah. peace. I'm peace, damn it. Serenity now. Yeah. Serenity so it says, now. practice mind- mindfulness, engage in mindfulness practices such as medica- medication, meditation, or mindful breathing to cultivate yeah. awareness of the present moment. This can help you observe and detach from overwhelming emotions, promoting a sense of calm and clarity. You can actually pro- you can actually do that on your um your Apple Watch or your watch apps, whatever, oh. um, it'll set daily mindfulness going, hey, take a deep breath. And with your watch, it'll say, breathe in, hold, breathe out. <sighs> so there are lots of things. There's um, one of my favorite things that I did when I was going through my divorce was um, the hertz. Go. So like 900 hertz and oh, there was hertz donuts. I'm sorry. Hertz donut. donuts. Yes. Um, so different tones that you can listen to that can rewire your brain. Um can calm you, can, you know, help soothe you. And that repetitive sound over and over can help you meditate and can help you get to a higher plane of of, of existence. I cannot speak. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, you can tone tune out the world and tune into different things. Again, sometimes it's just like in for four, hold for five, out for six. Because that's all you got time for. But it's also going... I tell my kids at school that if they're getting anxious over a test or something, I go, remember your body does a lot of things by itself, but sometimes you have to remind it that you're in charge. Mm. So you can be like, hey, brain, I need a break. So teachers actually do brain breaks. So just remember to stop and smell the roses. So. Number nine, avoid emotional triggers. That speaks to Did you self-reflection? You, you forgot number eight, what? self-reflection. Oh, self-reflection. Dang, man, yeah. I'm skipping around. Uh, time to take. Take time to reflect on your thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Self-reflection can provide valuable insights and help you gain a deeper understanding of yourself, contributing to emotional healing and growth. That's that's where you just just that's that's almost part of self-care. Owning you your bullshit. Of, yeah. Because we all have our own yeah. bullshit. Like you know, when you said you were first getting divorced, you were very angry. You yeah. were pissed off, and so that may have been projected at people that didn't deserve it or you may have been in a space where like just because you're in a fucking bad mood doesn't mean that the people around you have to be in one so you have to make a conscious or or it's even their fault yeah Yeah, and they're like what the fuck did i do and then there are people out there that are in your space daily that are going i don't know what i did to her like Mm -hmm. but they're not invested enough to know that i'm having a bad day or i'm dealing with something or whatever so too bad i always try to like give off a positive vibe collateral damage sorry i mean collateral damage i mean or you can just be a dick yeah don't be a dick. <laughs> so self-reflection to me was also like owning your crap. How am I going to, I want to change. So how am I going to change the perception of me and my bullshit? Because again, 
I got caught up in, I would get caught up in other people's crap so I didn't have to deal with mine. I'm like, oh shit, tomorrow's this. So you would just compound it. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, your problems are more hard, more difficult than my problems. And I can deal with your problems because I don't have to worry about myself. I don't have to say, hey, you were being an asshole. You started a fight or you did this or you, that's crazy. But yeah, I get. I I know I am crazy. That's okay. But that's okay. But, but the but the crazy led you here. Yeah, the crazy. Well, the chaos led me to journaling, which led me to hey, I need to do. I want to do a podcast. I want to help other people. I want to do this. And so that self reflection is, if I'm going through it, someone may not be going through the exact same way I am going through it. But my insight can be like, dude, like I said with nursing, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yep. You know, so if we can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, and if I can, you know, get the word out to one or two people, like maybe it. I help them get through the day and them not, you know, not be angry and serial date psycho serials. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, avoid emotional triggers. Once again, so how do that's, you avoid that's, emotional triggers so, when the ex is your trigger? Yeah, so you know, you text, you you know, actually talk to on the phone, either text or email, because yeah. that's what I did, and I still do. I still don't talk to her that very often. Yeah. Which which is one of my emotional my triggers still is, years is, later. My thing was a lot of my triggers were based on outside force. So because of the way someone was acting, someone else would have to react to calm that situation. And then I was like, well, why are you always calming her but not calming me? Or why are you always listening to what she says? Because her crazy is crazier than my crazy? Like, I don't get it. But so, all that's gone now. And, and that was the thing. Like, I really didn't have to see my trigger. I really didn't have to, unless it was in my face. And then the amount of times that it was given to me going, well, just deal with it. She's just like that. I was like, no, I don't Mm-mm. want to. And and I don't have to. And some some of her traits would come out in, you know, in other ways, like in other people. And I'd be like. I'm sorry, you don't get to talk to me like that, you don't get to talk to me like that, and you don't get to talk to me like that. If case anybody else didn't get the word, you can't talk to me like that. Or you don't get to say that about my life. So, until you all have got your shit together, I'm not accessible. And so, my triggers were people not respecting me, which said to me that they didn't care or love me. They did, they just didn't want to deal with the other bullshit because they were still attached to it. Damn. So, now it's like, that doesn't fucking bother. And again, it affects my children, but it doesn't affect me personally daily and all yep. that. So if they're interacting with her, then you know what? She's still your grandmother. Yep. She's still this person. Yep. So she's never been bad to you. So been there, done that. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Been there doing that. Yeah. Number 10, embrace positive coping mechanisms. Yeah. Drinking. No, sorry. No. Not drinking. Drinking uh, heavily is not a positive. No. Yeah. So don't do that. Mechanism. Uh, drugs. Um, don't do that. Sewer dating. Don't do that. I mean, sometimes uh, you got to get through that whole phase, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes we, a whole phase is a positive mechanism. We need to revisit that whole phase. I love it. We do. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was. <laughs> I didn't necessarily love the whole phase, but now that I get to talk about it, I'm like, you have to go through the shit. I was the man. I mean. I was the woman. Woman. Whoa, man. Woman. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was the other thing, too. Like, I just shut off. I shut down. It was like, no, we're not doing this. No, okay. And I became mean because I didn't want to have any feelings. Not me. I was the the, the lover. 
That's me, Boombastic. <laughs> David Boombastic. There we go. But yeah, I think too. I think you have to go through that phase because you got to go, oh, no, that's not yep. what I want to do. That's, I should probably not, not do that. I probably shouldn't set four dates in one day and then tell them all to meet at the same place. Yeah, that's great. Cool, cool story. But no, I think positive me- mechanisms come after healing. So you got to get through. And healing doesn't mean that it's just, oh, one day I'm healed. Yep. No, it's baby steps. I've it's healed like being from- an alcoholic. I've healed from having to move out. I healed from my children not talking to me. I've healed from this. I've healed from that. And again, there's days where they all feel like they haven't happened. But let's go backwards. You got to remember. You know what? Remember that when I did that, that worked for me. Remember when I started journaling? That worked for me. Remember I started podcasting and crying in front of everybody? That worked for me. And it's okay. Like I was able to. I think I'm good at talking to people in general. So some of my positive things were going, hey, like I don't know what's happening, but I've been through this or I've had this experience or I did that. How can I help? And it may not have to do with anything that, you know, is in front of me right now, but do you want a glass of water? Do you want this? Like, again, I am definitely that caretaker and I want to help people. And I think some of the positive, everybody's mechanism for healing and getting through bullshit whether it's a divorce, a death, or all the things, um, a new job, they're all similar. You just have to find what works for you. So in conclusion, remember that everyone's journey is unique and it's important to be patient and compassionate with yourself. Love yourself. Uh, and if during you the really divorce want to love yourself, process, just call our friend Kat. Give yourself <laughs> time and space to heal. And if needed, seek professional help to navigate the emotional complexities of divorce effectively. You don't have to buy batteries anymore. Oh, they God. plug in. They unplug. USB. 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 You can put them in your pocket, yeah. and you'll be charging so- all solar. day. They got to get some. They solar. got the ones for the underwear, so, so- you could just wear that shit. And your spouse can, ha- or your person can have a controller. Thank you for listening to. Thank you for listening to podcast Divorce Double Podcast Episode One Forty. Let's talk about sex, sex baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about. Oh wait, what emotional? Ah, yeah. oh, I'm top, not crazy. Top ten ways to reel in your emotional <laughs> roller coaster in your divorce or divorce recovery. <laughs> Man. You guys miss us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a nice night. Bye bye. Love you. Bye.